You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome, everybody. Finally back to the basement binge it is so great to be back recording new episodes it has been over a month since animation season was horribly interrupted and never came to a conclusion i apologize about that thank you for everybody who's discovered this show since then thanks for anybody who shared it it's a great time to be back recording episodes just in time for the month of april i'm really excited to be here i'm excited to talk about morbius Not sure why this is a film that brought me back to recording episodes, but at any rate, I'm excited to be back recording episodes for The Basement Binge. This is something that you can continue to look forward to. Things have been crazy. I've been trying to get into school. I've been trying to find work, trying to completely reorganize and redirect the the direction of my life. Uh, It's been exhausting in a good way. And things are starting to normalize and get a routine And by doing so, will help me get the basement bench done more, which I, again, am extremely excited about. I really, really am looking forward to the basement bench. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, everybody, for your patience. Let's just jump right into Morbius here, talking about it. Before we get into the first segment, two cents about Morbius, I just want to talk about some things happening here at the basement bench. In addition to the perfect timing of coming back for April with reviews for good happening over at podchaser.com. All right, so here at the Basement Binge, like I talked about earlier, animation season was interrupted. Those last few episodes, like I mentioned in Atlantis, we got to get to Treasure Planet. I watched the film. I have my thoughts prepared. I just need to record them and release that episode. It will be released because we need to decide, is Atlantis or Treasure Planet going to be making it into the Animation Hall of Fave? Additionally, How to Train Your Dragon, that trilogy with Matt and Rob that I have recorded over a month ago, will be released as well. In addition to some other animation episodes, it will be peppered throughout the other things that are coming. Additionally, there's some exciting films being released in theaters like Morbius, the second Sonic movie, and then The Secrets of Dumbledore. So those are some binges fitting for the basement binge that will be happening. There's a lot of fun movies that are exciting to talk about. So subscribe to the basement binge if you aren't already. Now, you may be thinking, why did Harrison come back for Morbius, but not for the Batman? I love the Batman. I saw it. If you want to hear my thoughts about that, you can go check out Matt Goes to the Movies. Now, one last thing, Reviews for Good is back for the month of April over at Podchaser. It's a great way this year to help out the people suffering in Ukraine simply by leaving reviews on Podchaser. 
helps out the show a bunch and is now going to do a lot of good in the world. So more details about that right after two cents. Let's get into the first segment. Two cents. This is so great to be doing this again. So two cents, if you are new to the Basin Binge, is completely spoiler free. Normally it is down to two minutes, but with this film being in theaters, want to keep the episode spoiler free for the majority of it. Two cents is going to be a little bit longer. Let's talk about Morbius. I liked Morbius. I don't love it, but I did enjoy it. I liked it. I stand by what I said earlier that this is a great January movie, almost like a perfect one. But it also can kind of fit in how it was shifted to the filler early spring section. It, it's, it's a popcorn film where you just go throw popcorn in your face and you watch a movie. I, it's not, I don't think it ever attempted to do anything great. It's definitely filler, but it's competent filler at that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not doing anything remarkable. It's a basic comic book origin film with too much CGI, not great editing beat that's trying to make up for a weak script, a final battle that happens just how you probably guessed, which is extremely disappointed based off how it could have been. There isn't something revolutionary about it. The Morbius is a newer character where he genuinely feels like an anti-hero to me, where Venom seemed less of an anti-hero, where, where Morbius doesn't feel like an anti-hero by choice, but the, the conflict of, you know, the vampire versus a human makes him an anti-hero, which I, I kind of like. The role is great for Jared Leto because he is alone <laughs> the majority of it, so most of it is him just soaking up the scenery on his own. And he does a competent job. He carries the film decently well. The writing is very rote, though, and that can make his performances seem the same way, but it, it is so much more the writing and the difficulty he had in the performances. He didn't quite go to, into the method acting uh, like he's known for, but I did like how the director complimented him that he felt like calling him Jared was, or whatever he called him, was a weird thing. that He felt like Michael Morbius, so that's cool. At any rate, it is not his fault. I was entirely entertained by him the entire time. Matt Smith, who really surprised me, I didn't even know he was in this film, completely stole the show for me. I have no clue how I didn't know he was in this film, but I didn't. And when he showed up, he, he really stole the scenery for every moment he was on screen. I enjoyed. The CGI, while being way overused, especially in the conclusion, is visually engaging. And I like how they did something different with the wispiness of it. It looked decent. From the slow-mo fights intermixing it, I mean, that are too dark and have way too much motion blur for you to see, but the wispy colors are really cool. And I do feel like they were attempting to do something different visually than what we've just seen over and over with CGI and visual effects. Like it, it this is, we saw it before in X2 with, uh, I think it's Nightcrawler. Is that the guy who can teleport? Forgive me for not knowing X-Men super well, but it, it is visually, I like the CGI of this film, particularly towards the end of the film where we get Morbius in his black coat with the purple inner lining. That looked sweet. I really, really enjoyed that. I felt like they were doing something interesting. The cinematography and music aren't exceptional, but competent. There's some, some scenes of dialogue that are shot with a really long lens, and I love the compression of it. I like the look of it. It just looked good, and I like how it was appropriately used for the emotion of the scene. So there's not a lot happening. It's just kind of those moments peppered in where you're like, yeah, that's, that, that has positive qualities, or that's, that's good, or, or there's something about it that is interesting or engaging, but it, it cannot carry the film. It's not a strong enough component. There isn't really a part that blows you away, but there also isn't a part that ruins the entire thing either. It's just, it's just a Morbius filler film that's just about as good as you probably expected. I was entertained as I sat there eating my nerds rope 
and I had a fun time. I walked out of the theater. My wife called me as I was. I said it was fun. I had a good time. I, I really did. <laughs> the movie's not great, but I had a good time watching it. And you know what? Sometimes I just want to sit in a movie theater on a Friday morning at 10 o'clock eating a nerd's rope. And this is the movie that I chose to watch. And I, I don't regret it. I think Rotten Tomatoes and some of the people are being a bit harsh on it and towards Joe Leto. I don't think it's his fault. He's completely fine. The script really is just weak. It's the basic premise origin storm or origin storm. Wow, we got orange stories and now origin storms. Origin story with all the interesting pieces taken out, leaving in just enough emotion and information about these characters to make the things they do and how they progress probable, all while tiptoeing around the edginess that a vampire film deserves. There's moments of competence and edginess that spike things, spice things up enough to keep you going, like I said earlier, but, but between the constant establishing shots, the dark CGI, the rote emotions and the lackluster performances that come with that, you can just tell that they, the editors especially were just doing their best with what they were given. In fact, the best way to, to talk about this is with the two writers, Matt Sazama, I think is how you say his name, and then Burke Sharples. They are the co-writers for this film. They also wrote the Power Rangers film from, what was that, 2017? Um, and that is, a, if you've seen that film, it is a great explanation for how this film is, where there are ideas that were presented that are really interesting, that could have been interesting, that they present in the first act or second act, but they don't really lean into them. They're just presented as ideas that, hey, if we did explore this component of the character, if we did explore that this is a doctor who really cares about saving lives, who's possessed by this vampiric impulse inside himself, how do you deal with that? Or in the Power Rangers, these are a, a breakfast club type of group of people that learn to come together through the powers they receive or whatever it is. They're, these are interesting ideas that we could explore, but we're just going to tell you the ideas and then we're going to the basic stuff where it's a group of team that's got to work together like you've seen in every single coming of age teen movie that they have to work together. And this is a basic origin story where the guy, you know, an angel with a broken wing has to rediscover himself and his talents. And by doing that, something happens and then his life changes and then, then he gets wrapped up and then he has to do something difficult. And then, you know, turns out that, that he caused something evil that then it has to go stop. Like all the things that you just completely expect where they present interesting ideas that you could be interested in and you keep expecting them to come up because they are mentioned enough. But ultimately the finale is a big CGI fest, just almost like they have the idea that that's how these films have to end that in that instead of this film being an interesting drama between the two characters us against the world type mentality that really could be interesting with the difficult life these characters have had and, and the difficulty of friendship and love and and heartache and loss and and good versus evil man versus beast type thing that really could have been expressed. We just got a bunch of CGI bat bending. We had blood bending in Avatar. Now we have bat bending. That really what it was like. And it's just it's a bunch of CGI and it just ends the way that you expected. Um, even worse than Venom, let there be carnage for me or, or, or not as bad, better than both Venom films. I meant to say not as bad where it's just exactly what you expect. It's short enough that you're, engagement isn't stretched beyond belief but it is lacking it has interesting ideas but it's just lacking again jared little is five i thought he was engaging enough where i was entertained he was a believable michael morbius it's just a not very interesting michael morbius so your interest can only go so far
And that is going to be my two cents. That's really all I can say about the movie, spoiler free. It's a pretty simple movie, simple thoughts about it. Uh, Again, I don't really hate it, don't love it, but uh, glad I went to go see it. So before we get into the rest of the segments here at the Basement Binge, really exciting announcement happening during the month of April. So longtime listeners of The Basin Binge, you're familiar with Podchaser and my request to leave reviews on Podchasers and how helpful that is to me here at The Basin Binge and any podcaster that you may review on Podchaser. Longtime listeners also will probably remember Podchaser. Every April has a program called Reviews for Good. It is back for the third year in a row. It started in 2020 with a pandemic with Meals on Wheels, which is a program I'm a big supporter of this year, it's going to help those individuals in Ukraine. So if you've wanted to help those individuals who are suffering in Ukraine and you haven't really known how or not had the financial means to help, and you also enjoy podcasts, now you have a completely free, very simple way that you're going to be able to do both. Let me just briefly explain what Reviews for Good is. Every review left on Podchaser, which I'll explain Podchaser in a second, which is completely free. Every review left on Podchaser in April will donate 25 cents to World Central Kitchen. If a podcaster replies to that review, which I will reply to everyone, it will double that donation to 50 cents. So every review left on the Basin Pinch is 50 cents because I'm going to be replying to everyone. But any other review is 25 cents that is being donated by Podchaser to world central kitchen so world central kitchen is on the front lines providing meals to the individuals with their chefs for ukraine program so i will link all the information that you might need for the chefs for ukraine program world's world central kitchen or pod chaser or pod chasers review for good so briefly to talk about pod chaser people have referred to it as the imdb of podcasting if you like podcasts you got to be on pod chaser it is a great way to support your podcasters and the podcast you enjoy by leaving reviews. Podchaser is great because not only are you able to review the show as a whole, like The Basement Binge, like you may be able to on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you're also able to review each episode. You can review this episode or any other one that you've listened to. So you're able to leave more than one review. You can, any, it doesn't just have to be an episode released in April. Any review left in April that is over 20 characters, that's the qualification, is that it's over 20 characters, they will donate 25 cents to help the people in Ukraine who really need it. You don't have to do anything except for leave a review. It is super helpful to any podcaster you have, including me here at the Basin Binge. I will link it below. Or you can just go to podchaser.com slash the Basement Binge. Again, it's completely free. Get signed up if you're not. Leave those reviews. It helps out the show. But more important than that is the good that it's going to do for the world. Thank you for Podchaser for bringing back reviews for good for the third year in a row. I think it's incredible. I get excited every year when they do this project. So I'm glad to be back just in time for it because this is a really incredible project. I didn't know it was back. That was not planned for this. It's not the reason it brought me back. But when I was recording and I got the email that it was back, I it was too good to be true. So please help the people who need it. How about the Basin Binge? Leave those reviews. It's all linked below, podchaser.com slash the Basin Binge. Thank you again for the reviews. So that exciting announcement out of the way. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On to the other segments here, the Basement Binge, a shorter episode here to keep it spoiler-free. So pick your poison. This is the rating scale here at the Basement Binge that is all based on rating the bingeability of the film, how I would choose to interact with it after seeing it this time. Is it bingeable, so to speak? So there's four options to choose from. Bottom of the list is to never watch it again. Totally self-explanatory. Above that is to stream it. It's on a service you're paying for. You're looking for something to watch, you'd be willing to click on it. Above that is rent it, pay a few bucks in the right circumstances, top of the list is buy it. I am a huge fan of buying films if you've listened to The Basement Binge before. So what do I, how would I rate Morbius? And it's very close to a never watch again, but not quite. Because it's not that I would never watch it again. I'm not so opposed to it that I could just never, that if it turns on, I'm not watching it. It's just that I've seen it. It's one of those films that I wanted to see once. I'm glad I did, and I'm probably not going to have an interest to see it again unless I were to watch it with somebody else. So if somebody else was like, hey, you want to go see Morbius with me? I'll buy your ticket. Yes, I would go. If somebody said, you want to go to Morbius with me, and they weren't buying my ticket, I probably wouldn't go because I don't want to, you know, it's just not worth the money a second time. Maybe if it was on a $5 Tuesday or if I had a good discount or something. Who knows? Or if they're like, hey, come over, I rented Morbius, let's watch it at my house. I would come over and I would watch it with him. I would enjoy watching it with him. I genuinely would. And I would enjoy the movie a second time. It's just this type of film is one that I only needed to see once and it's met that requirement. So it's, it, I guess I'd just call it a stream because I would watch it without the need for financial investment. How about that? Um, but it, it's not going to be motivated by myself. But I would have no problem watching it again. So, you know. Hit me up. We can go together <laughs> if you're paying for the tickets. Okay. So on to the next segment, Live Up. This is where I talk about my expectations for the film and if it was able to live up to them, hence the name of the segment. And you probably saw this coming. My expectations were pretty throttled uh, for this. I, I did not have high expectations. I said this earlier. I was excited for it as a January movie. I knew that what it was going to be, and I was just excited for it to be that as I thought it would be decent at that because of the trailers, I still think these trailers are some of the best that I've seen, and that might be bold, but I genuinely really enjoyed the trailers. So, did it live up to the expectations that were low? Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what I expected. I didn't expect it to be groundbreaking or really exceptional or remarkable in any way. I just kind of accept, expected it to be completely middle of the road, and that's what it is. Uh, there were some areas that were really disappointing in the way that it changed things from the trailer. I'll talk about that next in least and likes when we get into the spoilers. But there, there was a lot of things that weren't in the that were in the trailers that aren't in the film at all 
that was really interesting, particularly in regards to Adrian Toomes. So there's just a lot of things that were disappointing in that way. The this lackluster CGI fight at the end, while I knew it was coming and that was my expectation and it lived up to it, again, it was disappointing. So living up to the expectations isn't necessarily a good thing because they were they were mediocre expectations. But but that's totally fine. Like I in, I bought a ticket knowing what I was getting into and I got what I expected and it was a return on investment that I wanted. And I'm okay with that. And I genuinely did enjoy it. You know, if not for just the purple wispiness CGI that looked great, maybe that was worth the the admission. (laughs) So let's get into the last segment here for this episode, Least and Likes. This is where I'm talking about my least favorite scene and my favorite scene. Least favorite scene is just the way that they change things from the trailer. You can tell that Michael Keaton and Jared Leto never actually saw each other on set. I have no idea why so many things were hinted at in the trailer, but then changed. Like the, the this is also full spoilers here if I didn't already say that. Spoilers, again. The way that, what is his name? Uh, I don't even remember the character's name. Uh, Dr. Nicholas, who's played by Jared Harris. I mean, I thought he was going to have a really important role from the trailers, and he does absolutely nothing. Uh, Martine, uh, Morbius's assistant. She doesn't really do much. Like, she's just kind of there. You remove her from the story and it's not changed that much. I mean, it does change a little bit for Morbius's motivations, but Milo's motivations to just, just give in to the, the, the beastly desires within him is so note, one note and, and just like primitive. <laughs> I mean, and that's what he's giving in a primitive desire, but it's, it's primitive writing, I would say. It's just ultra basic and uninteresting and people's motivations aren't that way. Like I said, I do think there were interesting things that were there, uh, but it's just, I, I really did enjoy these, tra- these trailers and I have major respect for this marketing team. This is not an easy film to market three uh, years in a row. <laughs> so yeah, they, the team had a lot of work with this. So I'm glad that it's finally here. What is my favorite scene though? It's, it's, Definitely going to be one of two scenes when Matt, the first one is when Matt Smith is dancing and he's putting on his suit. That was a fantastic scene. He's just chewing up the scenery. You can tell that he's just having a great time. Like I really sense that he was really just enjoying the ridiculousness of what he was doing. Like when he has that fight scene with Morbius and he screams, that's the spirit. Like that was a scene that I genuinely enjoyed, not because it looked good and the action wasn't particularly well shot, but just the way that Matt Smith is portraying that and just having a loose time was really, really fun. And I thought made for a good villain, although his motivations were incredibly weak and they got rid of him too quick. I think it would have been awesome to keep around. So it's a bummer that they didn't, but you know, it's what I expected. So kind of disappointing that way. But those are my thoughts on Morbius. Obviously, why is this the film that brought me back to the podcast? <laughs> I'm not sure. I've was been looking forward to this film for a while. Uh, even though I knew it wasn't going to be good. I'm, I'm glad that I went and saw it. it. It was a good time. So I have been absent from watching films and leaving reviews on Letterboxd and also here at the Basin Binge for a long time. So I'm excited to be back, excited for the other episodes that we're going to be releasing. Uh, of course, the Treasure Planet for the animation season, in addition to um, the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy, the Sonic movie. Maybe we can get into the secrets of Dumbledore and the two films before that. There's a lot happening this year in films and theaters and also a lot of great films to binge here at home. So make sure you're subscribed to The Basin Binge wherever you get your podcasts for all those episodes coming. Additionally, in the show notes, 
go to the link for Podchaser, podchaser.com slash the basement binge, leave a review. It helps out the show a ton, but more important than that is it is going to do a lot of good, absolutely free to help the people in Ukraine. Additionally, the Podchaser isn't exclusive to the basement binge. So if you enjoy other episodes, if you enjoy Matt goes to the movies, leave a review for him as well on whatever episode you're listening to. Again, remember, don't just leave a review on the show. Go to the individual episode and leave a review on that as well. I will be replying to everyone. That's 50 cents. They can make a big difference. Let's make the difference for podcasters, but also for the people in Ukraine. So any podcast you listen to, go leave a review on Podchaser. Let other people know they like podcasts to leave reviews on Podchaser. If your podcast that you listen to isn't on Podchaser yet, get it on there. Let them know so that they can benefit from the reviews, but also do great good for the world. So thank you again for Podchaser for bringing this back the third year in a row. And I think it's incredible fitting to be working with World's with World Central Kitchen and their Chefs for Ukraine project. I think this is incredible. So thank you again, everybody, for listening to The Basement Binge. Thank you for still being here. Thank you for being here for the first time, whatever it may be. I'm really excited to be back. Once again, if you haven't heard it enough, this is The Basement Binge. My name is Harrison, and that's all for now. Ciao, ciao. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.